Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second official Cadaver Lab Presents The Slab. And let's just say that we got one for you today. <laughs> we got a good one. I mean, what do you think? Uh... It's pretty terrible. I think we did our we did our, <laughs> our due. We, I think we found a WTF movie if ever there was oh, one. Oh yeah, no doubt. For uh, those people who don't know, uh, we were going to be talking about necromantic. <laughs> people are walking by the door. We're we're back. We're we're in the professional setting again. This is all weird. <laughs> wow, I can't believe we decided this movie. Okay, anyway, what do we kind of feel like, I kind of feel like we uh, we were challenged to have sex in public. And we're getting a thrill off it by doing this like this. Well, I, well I was going to say I have a boner right now talking about it, but I always do. So, I mean, it's not like, it's not like this is anything new. But uh, before we get started, man, what's going on? So, same old stuff. I'm starting a new job Monday. Sweet. So Congrats. excited about that, so we will not be able to use this nice facility. Well, maybe we'll find something that's a little more... Uh, um, Appropriate? I, I don't know if, you, if there's anything really... Appropriate for this, <laughs> maybe a bathroom stall. <laughs> oh, that would be perfect. We, we could probably do that. Yeah, awesome. So I, uh, uh, you know, it was interesting. How was your Christmas? It was good. You know, I mean, it was stressful and annoying, but yeah, sure. You know, I had a really it. touching thing happen to me. Oh, was not not nobody touching me. Thank heavens, but <laughs> I, you know, I, you get out there and sometimes you get caught up in the hustle and bustle of Christmas and Christmas shopping, and I'm out braving the crowds. And, right. I was walking in, and, and uh, this giant, like this short lady, she was maybe 5'2", five 5'3", five but she was probably 300 pounds. Whoa. So she was, she was walking. You know how, like, when people get that large, they kind of they shake back and forth when they walk? Yeah, it's called waddling. Waddling. Sure. Yes, they waddle when they come in. I'm thinking, man, that is just, I can't believe I'm stuck behind this fat lady. Because you have traffic coming back towards me, you know, so I Absolutely. can't go around her. And I'm just sitting there just cursing myself that I'm stuck behind her. And, and we get walking, and I'm going to go around her. All of a sudden, she stops and turns. And there's another lady that's just the same size as her that's waddling, that's a worker at, at Walmart. Uh-huh. <clears throat> they recognize each other, and they came together like like two tundras, two earthquakes. <laughs> and it was so interesting because, you know, they waddled, they kind of waddled, got in position, and then they came at each other like those those fat suits you get at those <laughs> Like the sumo? Yeah, the sumo fat suits. And they're like trying to kiss each other, trying to figure out which cheek to kiss. Sure. Like, oh, I haven't seen you forever. And they're trying to wrap their arms, but their arms are so tiny because they're like short, fat ladies. <laughs> and so they're like trying to scramble to hug each other. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I thought, wow, you know that? That really sums up the Christmas spirit, that even though they have to waddle to, to get where they need to go, that uh, they could see each other and just be happy to see each other. And that changed Christmas for me. <laughs> I could just see them all, like, grasping to oh. get some kind of traction with their yeah. little ex- sausage fingers. That's exactly what it was. Dude. Oh, man. It was touching. I, I, you know, I'm glad that the Christmas, you were touched by the Christmas spirit. I mean, that's what it's all about, man. I'm glad I wasn't touched by one of them. But Are you serious? Just... Have you ever tried no. You know what? You know how you always sometimes, well, not you particularly, yeah. but uh, you know, you kind of want to have a sex sandwich. You'd be the meat between two hot ladies. Whoa. Well, I'm just saying, that would be a sex double down from KFC. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be terrible. the bacon and cheese, they'd be the giant chicken patties. Oh. <laughs> oh, Let's man. just say that'd be a, that would be cholesterol loving, baby. Yes, it would. Right there. Um Sweet. I'm glad. That's yeah. a good, good story. Touching. All right. Touching story. <laughs> uh, I only have one thing of business to talk okay. about. Today. All right. Hamacus um, is now 
it, we, we, we let it fly away like a dove. Uh-huh. And we're not sending it down the cadaver lab uh, uh, feed anymore. Uh, so go to hammockus.com to, uh, to subscribe to that. Brian wants, wants to do this on his own, it's, you know, because it's his show. Sure, yeah. I'm just there to show up and be a jackass. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, basically what I do here. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's the same thing. Um, but uh, he, he, want, he wants to let it. It's kind of like when your, your child, um, you know, first walks and, uh-huh. and you're really scared. You don't want him to fall and yeah. everything like that. Except in this case, it's a, uh, an oversized, retarded child oh. who <laughs> will probably... Anyhow, let's just stop that right there. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, you, you, I mean, we just going to get right into this? You know, this? it's funny... You know, usually we are just so full of banter and we have all this stuff to talk about. This this movie kind of, uh, it's put me on edge a little bit. I'm a little nervous. Well, let's put it this way. I, the, my only my only experience with this movie before last night, I'd never seen it before last night. The only thing I'd really ever heard about it was from Vaughn. You know how Vaughn talks about movies that are, you know, shocky. He's just like, yeah, I did this, and then they yeah. got a broom handle and did this, and la, yeah. la, la, and yeah, la, yeah, yeah. you know, and he was just like, that's normal. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. Right. This is the guy that I also also. Um, I don't know if he really suggested I watch Sallow, but uh, that's that's how I heard of Sallow from him too. Do. But you know, so I mean, he's he's pretty nonchalant about it. But uh, yeah, let's just say when I I thought it was a joke when Sam texted me and said, "Dude, are you watching it yet?" Oh my gosh, you got to text me when it's over. I'm like, okay, how bad could it be? Let's just say it was awesome in a bad way. Uh, by the way. Um, Sam just informed me that uh, it, that uh, he wants his name to be dropped. No, so this no, is Sam no, over no, here. No, no, this no. is Sam where I'm like. I just said, man, it's weird. We didn't start out the same way. I think it's because we're on edge about this movie. I'm I, telling you. I honestly think it's that the, the Indian food and the spices gave me a little bit of acid indigestion. Let's let's give a plug right here for Taste of Punjab. <laughs> Taste and that of is a real place. It is. It's, it's not something we're making up. You, you know, the funny delicious. thing is, is everybody at my work that I usually go to the, the Taste of the, whole, the full name is the Taste of Punjab. I want to call it Punjab. They all want to, you know, for short, whatever. Where do you want to go? Punjab, you know. We don't yeah. want to have to say anything. Everyone else wants to call it the taste. And that's just disgusting. <laughs> you know, because when I think of the taste, I'm thinking of, especially after watching Necromantic and all the tastes that they oh, must have been experiencing. Oh. Yikes. I'm going to heave, dude. Dude, this... this uh, I, I, I seriously got a little bit of a twinge there, thinking about the dude guzzling, like, gargling the eyeball. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you no, I didn't. Oh. I was just coughing. No way. Oh. No, dude. Well, you know, I, I think we should just get into it. Yeah, we should. Uh, Necromantic came out in 1987. This was actually a West German film. This was, uh, I guess, if uh, all you history buffs, it, uh, you know, remember remember that whole thing? Gorbachev. Oh, wait, wait, no. What's his name? Gorbachev. Tear down that wall. What does yeah. he? He doesn't care Ronald about West. He doesn't care about. Does he? Did he have something to do with the taking down the wall, or am I an idiot? Yeah, but he did. He's Russian. What? Gorbachev is Russian. I know. They're the ones about the wall up, dude. I didn't know that. I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I just, after this, after I found out this was West German, they they freaking walled the wrong side of the country. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, who who are the good guys? East German were the good guys. I thought. No. Really? West Germans were really good guys. Man. They were the ones that were free. East Germans were behind the wall. The Iron They Curtain. were? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know what? We should have just walled around Jorg Butt Garrett's house. <laughs> of course, uh, Jorg Butt Garrett is the... What a fitting name. Yeah. And I know that's not how you say it, but he was the director of this film. Um, also, 
Uh, some of his other movies he's done. I've never seen one of them. Um, he, he's done a lot of, you know, kind of... Uh, most of them are, let's just say, pretty violent and, yeah. and, and you know, kind of crossing the line. Uh, but he did... Uh, there's a documentary made about the making of these two films called Corse, Corpse Effing Art that he put together as oh, he was doing. Geez. You know, I don't know if I would... Um, I don't know if I would really want because because he also directed Necromantic Two. I don't know if I want to see that. I'm not watching that. But uh, no, we're not we're not going to do Necromantic Two for no. next slab. <laughs> no, no. no. Right. <clears throat> I've had enough of uh, this genre. I think these are the only two movies in the genre. No I'm way. Sure. I'm just kidding. No way. There's tons. After I guess there's not like tons, but there's a few. I mean, this made this honestly this made Cannibal Holocaust look like Little Mermaid. Agreed. Yeah. But only because Little Mermaid has all sorts of like penises in it and stuff, and <laughs> you know, only on the art hidden, cover. Hidden, right, 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 right. Um, let's see. So, and, and uh, it was also written by George Butter, Butt Garrett and uh, France Rodden Kirchen. Um, and the only other things really that uh, France did is work on some of the other of uh, of George's uh, films. Yeah. I'm IMDb score. Did you look it up? It was like a 5.3 or 5.3. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, listen, I mean, who's who's going to see this movie, really? Who, uh, who's going to watch this movie? Who's going to watch this yeah. movie? Depraved, weird people. Okay, like you and me. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. But uh, I, I thought that was kind of high for this. I mean, and we'll get into it later, but uh, but I guess when you think about that only that probably really extreme movie-watching type, like, People would would probably get on there and vote anyway. So who knows? Well, I think you know. We before we turn on the the microphone here, we kind of started getting into a little bit of debate about you know who would enjoy this movie, and you, you had a good point. So I think we'll we'll get into that a little bit later, talking about who would appreciate the movie and under what circumstances. Yes, it was uh, sadomasochists from hell. Is yeah. that what I said? Was that my answer? I, I can't remember, but <laughs> I think it, it's, I'm sure that's what it is. Anyways, um, all right. So real quickly, this. Uh, Starred, oh my gosh, I don't even know why I bother doing this because I'm going to screw it up. Anyways, Burned Daktari Lawrence played Rob Schmatke, uh, Beatrice Manowski as Betty, Harold Lunt as Bruno, and Colosso Schuzendorf as Joe. So basically, let's let, go over the plot real quick. Uh, Rob works for a company named Joe's Cleaning Agency. Basically, what, what they do is they go around cleaning up uh, dead bodies, you know, that. I guess from like public areas, where, accidents, you know, accidents and, things yeah. like that, yeah. and uh, you know if they if somebody finds a body like in the in the river or whatever, um, you know, and that's that would suck for a job, I would think. Yeah. Unless, of course, you're a necrophile. <laughs> <laughs> so you know this works out for him, and it's funny because uh, it seems like he. There's kind of a weird part about this uh, uh, in the in the movie. They kind of talk about how Rob is is kind of new at mm-hmm. the place, and yet he has what look like years and years of a collection of eyeballs and hearts and, and feet and hands, you know, all in these jars in his apartment. So um, fetuses. It, yeah, exactly. It look, it, it looks like he's been doing he's been at this for a long time. Yeah. Out maybe, maybe before he worked for another company like that, or um, yeah, because I can't figure out where else. I mean. Uh, where would you get your body parts? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, I'd probably just shop like right behind some of the uh, but uh, you, places. You, know. you can't kill the person first. No, I, no, no. I, I would just shop like I'm sure there's dead bodies in like uh, garbage cans behind certain <laughs> businesses around here. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but we live in Utah, and uh, in the West Desert, they do all sorts of testing on people because there's alien installations out there. Absolutely. <clears throat> and so, and I'm not even kidding about that. 
So, <laughs> We're, so really, I'm interested. Hit me. Well, like when I go out the Wendover, yeah, you go out there and there's exits and off the exits, it's just all desert. Aragonite, dude. So, yeah, aragonite. You know what we stuff. found at Aragonite? What? I know we're getting off topic yeah, here. Yeah. Dude, we found like a whole system of little caves and all sorts of weird stuff and a ghost town and stuff. Yeah. And uh, the, there was all sorts of just like these these uh, roads yeah. that were maybe you know two three <clears throat> miles long that went to like these open areas, but mm-hmm. nothing was there. Yeah. Like not one thing was there, and there was and there was no. I mean, it's like usually if, if there was like digging or if there was some kind of mining, they they leave big holes yep. or or you know they maybe they leave you know some some of their crap out there. Nothing. Just flat areas, just yeah. like all like two or three places that just went to these flat areas. And, and I even told my wife when we went out there, I'm like, this is where the mothership landed. Yeah. Well, I'm t- listen. You go out there, and there's a straight shot from Salt Lake to. Wendover and out to Reno. Right. It's just it's called I eighty West, and you're going out there, and you can follow that all the way to California. But when you're out in the West Desert, for basically the, the western half of Utah, there is nothing. But you get you come to these exits where it says no services, and if you go at night, you can see the lights that are probably five miles off the right. road. Yeah, of a big installation of something. Now, and and you know, I know we're getting off topic, but we're not that far away from Area fifty one. We're in, not in Nevada, and so I thought I, I, I thought Area fifty one was in New Mexico. No, it's in Nevada. I'm an idiot. Yeah, so New Mexico oh, is Roswell. We'll find out. No. Oh, okay. And then okay, Nevada okay, okay. has Area no. 51. I could say my, my dad, he, he was in the military, and he's talked about some of that. He, know, he doesn't tell me anything about aliens. But <laughs> I, I, By the way, I, Sam's I dad is a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> but you know what? I brought up some conspiracy theories to Sam, and he shot them all down. Yeah, I don't believe that George Bush brought down the, down the towers. I but, do. Anyways, so there's all that stuff going on. Not him himself, a lot of other people. We'll talk about I that I can't later. even remember we, how we got on that. Aragonite. Uh... Let's see. Uh, oh, what other job would you have? Where oh, yeah. You... So, anyways, you can go out and find dead bodies right around there. All those installations, I'm sure I can go find You know them. what? That's where I'd shop for. Really? That's where I'd go. Be- but uh, the only problem with those bodies out there is that because of excessive anal probing, their buttholes would not be, let's just say the O-rings would be blown out. <laughs> and so I, I don't know how much use they would be when you I'll bring tell them you, home. Let me tell you, it actually makes it easier to pull the heart out. <laughs> You can get you can get parts out way easier. <laughs> I don't have to use any tools or retractors or any of that stuff. But by the way, let me ask you: Would you wear gloves? Some kind of sanitary gloves? Um, yeah. I'd because these wear them guys to the didn't. Elbow. These guys didn't. No, these, these guys, guys all did all their crap, and there's these people yeah. dead in a car wreck, like all over. They're picking out their eyeballs, yeah. and of course, Rob's sticking them in his pocket and whatever. But they just did it with their hands. I did not like that I didn't at like all. That no, and, and uh, I liked how they said, "Give me body bags," and they were hefty bags. Yeah, they were hefty that bags. Was awesome. Well, okay, and now, now before we get too far into it, this is kind of why I thought that I'm wondering why this got a full on 5.3. Because even though the gore effects, you know, and we're, I think I'm getting ahead of myself, but yeah. who cares? Uh, the gore effects are pretty good, mm-hmm. but it seemed like there were a lot of like little things, like, wow, not only did this guy have no budget, but he had like every once in a while, like, a, like a the cinematography just seemed like really. Like what? what? Like they they filmed in three cameras and then threw it all together, but it didn't line up. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. It was just there was something off every once in a while. It just kind of looked bush league, I guess. Well, I wonder if he, you know. I, I look at that and I'm like, all right, listen. You have decided to take on a topic that is over the top, and and you're going you're going full force, right? Right. If you're if you're filming that way to try and uh, ease what's going on in the background, like you don't see everything, right? You, you you pussed it. But dude, but but think about this. Maybe he was covering up his t- lack of technical skills with the fact that he bet on people would uh, would um, 
be so obsessed with the subject matter that they wouldn't even really bother. And, and you know what? The thing is, that's true. Mm-hmm. Because throughout the movie, when I got done, I wasn't sitting here like, oh my gosh, this this camera and this thing was this. Yeah. And, no, you know, I this. And, and the sound on this scene was kind of screwed up. No. I mean, I was like... Because there was no screwing up on the last scene. It, there was none of that film. No. Over there. It was, it was like, yeah. Exa- well, for cinematography, I guess. Except for uh, uh, Dead Looking Dick. But, anyway. <laughs> Looked like a grub. <laughs> a giant, a giant uh, white fluid spitting grub. Okay. <laughs> so we are talking about the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, anyway, anyway. Uh, okay. So we have to talk about the end of the movie. We'll throw out a spoiler alert, even though. Do we? Want- even though, listen, I realize that podcast spoiler alerts—they're all just like, like uh, worthless gestures. It so just like, gets us oh, off I can the cover, I can cover my ass. It's kind of like the cover your ass clause. Oh, nobody ever fast forwards. Does anybody fast forward? Let us know. But, Do we need to talk about the, the are you going to talk about the, the warning at the beginning? Oh, no, no. Hit, hit, tell us. So there's a warning at the beginning of this thing where it comes up and it says, warning, this movie may has some material that could be very offensive to certain people. Could be. Could be. Could be. Uh, so it should not be shown to minors in under any circumstance. Yeah, yeah. but when they come out of the, after, after going after Cole all day long, don't you think they want to, <laughs> sorry... Sorry, I, I tried that joke Dude. earlier, and it fell flat, it's but I figured I'd throw it in again. And Sam's not laughing because that joke was funny. Sam was laughing because uh, I'm retarded. Okay. So, but, yeah, so, they're, so I, I, they're just saying minors. It's offensive to everybody. Anybody that watches this movie should be offended. And if Dude, you're not, I, I don't know. If, did you get offended? Or did you well, just get that's like, disgusted? Well, a bad word for it. Disgusted. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, sure. There you go. Not well, offended. I've seen plenty disgusted. of movies that I like where I get disgusted. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is one of them, but because uh, uh, we were talking about this too, I mean, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But like, we were talking about what kind. Let's let's talk about what kind of person would like a, a movie that. Uh, well, you know, let's let's save that. Let's okay. save that till after. Yeah. Let's yeah. go through the story a little right. bit. Uh, basically, uh, anyways, uh, Rob comes home and he's got this girlfriend who's relatively not ugly for him no, and uh, for a uh, necrophiliac, mm. and uh, she's uh, there taking a bath in a in a blood filled. Where was the blood from? Well, we don't know yet. And we, we just know that there's blood and she's taking a bath and, and whatever. I was wondering if she just pulled the plug on herself. Oh, so sick. I... <laughs> <laughs> I just wondered. Well, <laughs> I, I, that's what... That I didn't see the string So floating. gross. That is so bad. <laughs> that's as gross as anything in this movie, by the way. <laughs> 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 Uh, anyway, well, we find out later that they put like dead animals on like a shelf that with with it's like a mesh shelf above it, and the blood just drips in and stuff. We, Which is awesome. Wow, but um, she's all she's all stoked. This guy comes home and and uh, they you know he's got hey uh, you know putting his he puts his eyeballs away, puts his heart away, and. Uh, I don't really, I, I don't really know what's going on. She's taking the tub. He's and he's sitting there, you know, watching some TV show. And all of a sudden, he has this uh, daydream about slaughtering a rabbit. Now, I'm not really sure where this came from, but it was, it was a real. I I almost guarantee you that that was a real slaughtering. Of no, a it rabbit. was. It had oh, to absolutely. Be. I didn't. I, I didn't look it up or anything. No, no. But that thing was. No, that, that was. was. And you know what? I'm not a hunter, so I mean, I, I maybe maybe I should like be already okay with this, but that's freaking wicked, dude. It is wicked. 
And I, you know what I hate the worst? Thing twitching and stuff. Well, it twitches. Well, the, okay, so so the guy kills the rabbit. He's, he and he starts, they, you know, how they were just taking off. This is off like the, a film within a film. Yeah, like right, right. Well, yeah. it's, it's his daydream. It's his daydream. He, he just starts spacing out or something like that. But uh, so there's a part where they, they tie up the, the legs, you know, to, to something. To, but, and so this guy's like ripping off the, the fur and whatever. And when the guy has the fur up and over, up and kind of over like the top half of the, the rabbit's torso, it kind of looks like a little kid. And that freaked me out. Oh, I didn't notice that. It freaked me out. Wow. I was like, oh, I, and, you know, and like I said, mm. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't mm. even really like live animals very much. I mean, I hate, I hate to admit <laughs> it, but I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I eat meat and shit. And I don't, <laughs> you don't eat shit. That and, is and, disgusting. Well, we'll talk about that when we do sallow for <laughs> the show. What? We're not doing that, so. We're not doing that. But, uh, we may review Two Girls, One Cup. The whole it'll be twenty minutes of, <laughs> but uh, anyway, no, and that I think that that really set the tone. And you know what's bad is um, in in the in the music in this movie was freaking. Like, let, let's talk about the music. John here. Boy Walton. Well, no, no, I think I don't know. I don't know if he did it all. Did he do it all? John uh, Boy Walton. Did he it did all? most of it. He did the the piano. The so piano, and we're not to the piano yet. But but I'm talking about like that kind of organ type music mm-hmm. that they had. That, for some reason, that really like got under my skin a little bit. And some of the other sound effects in here were like something you'd hear in the background of a Nine Inch Nails video or something oh, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and it's just like, it's just a little bit unsettling. Uh-huh. It, honestly, this the, between that organ song and, you know, some uh, parts with that music, it, it, it really kind of got under my skin. Mm-hmm. And I think it was effective in, in what it did. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So he has this weird rabbit dream, and I didn't like how you saw the rabbit balls and everything. It was really weird, and I really looked at this, and that freaked me out. I swear it looked like a little kid. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah well, don't watch it again. So yeah. Um, but anyway, so so one day, um, this guy was picking apples, and he gets shot by his neighbor on accident, which is one of the on, by Larry H. Miller. Honestly, it was it was Larry H. Miller, former owner of the Jazz. Um, <laughs> He's uh, passed on now. He's in heaven right now. Well, he's in hell because he just killed some dude <laughs> yeah. with a freaking BB gun. And then dumped him in the water. And dumped him in the water. Well, Rob comes and picks him up. And, uh, you know, it's so funny because they just put all the dead body parts in the back of the van with the with the workers. Yeah. So they just got to drive back with all the putrefaction, yeah. all that stuff in, like, in like glad, in like hefty bags. But anyway, so uh, as luck would have it, you know, the the... the the uh, foreman just like, hey, Rob, why don't you uh, dispose of this body? It's like, I'll dispose of this body to my apartment. <laughs> so, so it's so funny because he takes the body home. And he's coming home. He's so excited to show his girlfriend. He's like, oh, look, look what I got. Look what I got. It's going to be awesome. Pulls out. And, and this guy's been dead for, I mean, he's gray and he's slimy. And, you know, he's got his, uh, where his junk is. You can is. see his ribs. Oh, yeah, it's gross. He has clothes on, though. Well, not for long. No, not for long. <laughs> Uh, well, because uh, uh, it's uh, he, basically what I would say is I would say it's not in great shape. However, <laughs> well, Sam's dry even. Oh, I just started thinking about when they were hanging it. Oh yeah, and all the shit coming off. I'm getting sick. Dude. But it's but I would think the shape is not that bad as far as the uh, the availability of dead bodies for necrophiliac. I, you know, at least it was still put together. At least it was you know whatever. At least it had the semblance of the human form, and it's fullness. <laughs> He was, he's, he's total, dude. <coughs> dude, dude, bring over the garbage can. No. <laughs> bring over the garbage can, dude. 
This is all staying in. <coughs> Dude, I'm thinking about what I just ate for. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. Wow. Okay. Oh. I gotta think of something else. Oh, damn it. And, and all I have for the next part is the notes, and, the, and I quote, um, they make a dick for it and do a menage a trois. <laughs> Yes, I, yeah, that was. Well, why don't you explain that to us? Well, all of a sudden you see him sawing off the. Uh, all right, <clears throat> they're sawing off the, uh, the the handle of like a broom or something, mm-hmm. and so it's got like a decorative end that could be mistaken for the tip of a tip of penis. Sure. Uh, and she puts, she takes the careful step of putting a condom <laughs> over the top of this thing. <laughs> And she just mounts it, like screws it into the dude where right. his junk was. I don't know. I guess men have an attachment down there. It's because well, somehow that just screwed on just nice. Well, you'd be surprised about how, you know the uh, you know tools are coming out now with more uh, adapters oh, and nice. be able to work with other tools. Yeah. And I just figured it was something like that. Yeah, no, I had a condom on it. So when it, but she had it at a nice angle too, which she, I, I appreciated. You know the, the realistic of that, dude. And they freaking had a menage a trois. Yeah, and it was long, and it was uh, no. I mean, not like <laughs> well, it was. But what I'm saying is, it was like it was. It was like, how long would you think that the movie was only an hour and eleven? Yeah, and I think about I think over thirty minutes of those was uh, copulations with some kind of a, a disgusting thing or stabbing yourself. Wow, <laughs> never mind. We'll we'll, we'll stop. There. Yeah, but um, the the music here, and this is the most disturbing piece mm-hmm. of music ever. Mm-hmm. It was like this happy, almost like Vangelis esque. You know he did uh, he did yeah. chariots of fire. Uh, he did also he did Blade Runner. Yeah, he, he did you know he but I mean Vangelis is like totally famous. But you're telling me John Boy Walton. Did John Boy Walton did it. So, but there was a um, there was there was a question or there was a comment uh, by George Button Greit or whatever his name is <laughs> about the music, and they did that on purpose because they what what they wanted you to do was feel guilty that you're feeling happy because the music makes. You, uh, well, maybe you a little queasy, huh? Well, it, it's you're, you're watching this terrible thing, but you're li- having happy music, and so it's like this. Because what did. do they call it? A disharmony, or there, there's this dissonant. If, a dissonant. Yeah, so you feel guilty that you're feeling happy while you're watching this thing, dude. Well, okay, so it's funny you say that because if you hear that music, if I were to hear that music without what's going on, I would think of like like a mother and a son being. Brought together yeah, after yes. a war and, yeah, and this, yeah. coming home from the war and <clears throat> embracing, but no, freaking menage toi with a corpse. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he, I think he did a good job creeping me out. In fact, mm-hmm. I hear that now. In fact, I listened to it before I came because I was trying to find it because I'm going to put it in right here.
okay, I didn't really just put it in there, but it's going to be because there's something called post and podcasting. Little hint to every other podcast out there. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, no, but uh, it, that was that. In I mean, because it's it's pretty music. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, it literally it really is. I think. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I no. can't ever hear it as pretty music. If not I heard anymore. That somewhere. I'd probably throw it. You'll hear it on this I'm episode. Conditioned. I'm not listening. Well, but it's like a restaurant. If I was eating a sandwich, and all of a sudden they played it over the loudspeaker. Dude, when I get my new phone, that is the first. That is the first thing I'm putting in for a ringtone. I think I'm changing yours from Opeth to I'm gonna go find that. That or the Eraserhead song. <laughs> that yeah, that's pretty disturbing oh, as well. Man. Anyways, that would have been a good show for the slab. Anyway, yeah. uh, okay, so yeah, after they're done, they eat a giant steak. And uh, watch the they hang up the body on the wall, and this is the part Sam was ch- choking about, and it's just dr- dripping all this blood and like this uh, this goo. They've like got goo. bulls that are collecting it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's just <laughs> like what we ate. That's what that's why I started getting the chicken sick. korma. It was it was what showed up in the bottom there. <laughs> oh man! Anyhow, um, anyway, so life goes on. Yes, you're a necrophiliac, whatever. Rob goes to work, and uh, people are starting to complain about how nasty his, his how bad his locker smells and whatever. And uh, they find out he's just been keeping his dirty, ugly shit there. And, uh, you know, so they kind of get pissed off. And they, he's also apparently tardy all the time. And, and so the foreman walks him up to the boss, and uh, he basically he gets fired. He comes home, um, and, oh, oh, by the way, while this is going on, Betty is at home reading a love story <laughs> yeah. to the corpse, and then uh, straddles his face. And uh, there's another five, ten minute uh, little series. I don't know if it's really that long, but uh, but uh, it's very erotic. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, Rob comes home. Betty t- tells it uh, tells or Rob tells sorry Rob tells Betty that he was fired. Of course, she's not happy. She starts making fun of his manhood. You should stand up for yourself. You're a dickweed, and, and blah 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 gets pissed. Well, well, freaking Betty uh, leaves and takes their quote unquote friend, friend <laughs> with him. Well, of course. So, what what would you do if if your if your wife left you, uh, with, for a corpse? I'd probably, um, I'd probably feed the cat. Yeah. Some some of my parts that I've had in a jar. Right. And then I'd probably smash it against the wall and then take a bath while it dripped. All well, over. absolutely. I, I know. That's really awesomely <laughs> disgusting. And uh, then rub the guts all over my face. And then and take a aroused. little bite. Yeah. And oh. get aroused. While yeah. By bad. the way, there's a junk alert at this scene. Okay. And you know what? Not that I was watching for it, but you're just like, well, that he was getting the dude was literally getting aroused while he was really because I did not the actor. I oh really? I didn't look. I mean, I I just saw a couple of. I mean, anyway. Wow, I'm not gonna. I I I didn't notice the arousal. Damn it. Uh, Anyway, so what uh, you know what he does is he basically I I don't know if he was trying to commit suicide or what, but he takes a bunch of pills, drinks a bunch of. Of uh, whiskey or whatever he does, and then he goes into this wild, freaking hallucination. He's playing catch. I just spit on my notes. He's playing catch with uh, a severed head with some uh-huh. angelic woman, and, and you know the, the guy's pretty. Uh, uh, the guy's pretty weird. You know, they also get in the the entrails, and of course, the happy music's playing again. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> what, what, we, what would you do after that? Uh, I'd probably go hire a prostitute. Yeah, and and want to do it on top of a grave. <laughs> yes. And, and who and who wouldn't? Yeah. But but you know what? 
you know, what else is, I don't know if after all that, if I could get it up, unless the prostitute was dead. Yeah. So I'd probably strangle her, yep. and then I would do it. And then when I woke up the next day and the gravekeeper came by, I'd grab a shovel and chop the top half of his oh, head off. Absolutely. Which, by the way, was that hilarious. Was a, that was great. I the twitching. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, was <laughs> he was, the, the noise there was, yeah. like, so silly. That's awesome. But anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. So this isn't abnormal? Oh, no. This, all is, this, this stuff. makes sure, total sense. Sure, why not so far? <laughs> um, okay, well, so let's just say, you know, uh, Rob starts freaking out a little bit. He runs, or he, he just starts running through the, the wilderness or whatever, and then, uh, and then there's a scene that comes up where he starts... Uh, Actually, he runs through after after he's playing with the caterpillar. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, I want to throw out a warning to everybody. If you if you watch this movie, start preparing yourself right when you see Rob playing with the caterpillar, because yes. shit's about to hit yes. the fan. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, all that's left is the big, uh, shall we say, the big climax. <laughs> <laughs> That was good, dude. That was that was awesome. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Do you want to do you want to throw out a spoiler alert? And, and, yeah, let's so, and talk so about here, it. This this really builds up to what is the most shocking part of this movie, and you know maybe what Georgie Boy was going for. So at this point, we're going to talk about the end, and, and I'll tell you, I didn't know what was coming. No, <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me like, yeah. like I dude, I that was funny. That was a good time. <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't know this was on its way, and and I was shocked. So maybe it's not as shocking if we talk about it and someone watches it. No, you're, you're right. Maybe let's just uh, should right. we just leave it? <clears throat> yeah, let's let's leave it. We it's don't pretty bad to, though. Yeah, we don't need to talk about. It. Except for the only yeah no let's not talk about it. We'll let people call in and tell us what they thought about it because it. Yeah. I, this is honestly one I just don't want to talk about. And you guys call in if you've seen this call in before the next time we record Cadaver Labs, so that mm-hmm. uh, I mean, obviously we don't do voicemails for the slab, but uh, but but we'll talk about it next in, yeah. in what in a couple of weeks yeah. when we do, which we haven't even figured out what we're going to do for that yet, but we need to soon. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, okay, so that's basically the story. I mean, it's not very complex. Well, and it leaves it open for a, a number two. Well, it does. It does. I mean, that, oh, I thought good. you were talking about a shit. Well, it could be that, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, it definitely leaves it open for, for the, the uh, number two. And and just uh, on a side note about Necromantic 2, um, after he made this, and I have not seen this, I won't watch it. I just, you know, I'm not going to. Um, I guess 12 days after release, the German government came and confiscated yeah. the movie, and he was worried he was going to be arrested. <clears throat> and then uh, th- two years later, 1993, so that was 1991. In 1993, uh, it was deemed an art film, and so it was able to be, because it was considered an art film by an expert witness, basically. Really? Then it was able to be released, and, and uh, people were able to consider it as art. Wow. Well, that's excellent. That's my kind of art. <laughs> anyway, uh, <clears throat> so, I mean... Obviously, it's 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 pretty uh, clear how you, what you think about the movie, but uh, you got any got any points of interest? You know, I do. Uh, what did I learn? People collect the darndest things, and also how to clean and gut a rabbit. I, I oh, did, that's disgusting. I didn't know that. Well, let me, let me ask you something. We, we kind of missed something here. Yeah. Uh, when he was uh, when he was doing the, the the rabbit, when he was having the rabbit daydream, uh-huh. he was also daydreaming of uh, doing performing an autopsy himself. Yes. And uh, I'm I'm wondering every once in a while I would think to myself, huh. Is this a movie about 
is this a is this a movie that we can take at face value? It's some guy about you know doing you know in this necrophiliac relationship and whatever, or is this just some kind of a some kind of a uh, a deeper meaning a movie that's not really about that at all? And you know, and, do you want me to? Can I? Do you want, I can play devil's advocate. Sure. Okay. So let me tell you what the deeper meaning of this movie. Okay. Is. This guy has a life that sucks. Sure. He's trapped in his life. Sure. When he's going through and he's having a daydream, the, the, the guy, the psychologist in the background is talking about how the more you're exposed to things and right. these people that have deviant behavior, mm-hmm. his therapy is the more you're exposed to it, the more it goes away. This guy is scared of his life just being mundane. Right. And so he tries to overcompensate for that by he just thinks he's going to die. So he, he overcompensates by bringing by exposing himself be. to, to death <clears throat> or worse things that could be possible because he just wants to fill. <clears throat> well, so, and, I, and I thought about, I've thought about the same, I, I kind of mm-hmm. had the same type of thing. I was thinking more along the lines of, uh, okay, well, here's this, here's this guy. And I mean, it, it doesn't really go into it too much, but I mean, he's, he's kind of a wimp. He's kind of a powerless guy. I mean, he's yep. obviously, he, he gets bullied. I mean, he goes to a movie and he gets bullied mm-hmm. by some jackass in a movie theater. He gets bullied by his girlfriend. He gets bullied by the guys he works with. So he, it, what do you control? What can you right. control? Freaking dead things. A dead, dead person. Exactly. You can do whatever you want to him. Exactly. And so, and so, it's kind of like I'm wondering, especially during that rabbit scene, if, if um, it was some kind of a, uh, an exercise of showing power that you know to me, or <clears throat> that plus you know to to me, cutting up dead bodies is just like anyone else doing an otherwise innocuous activity that is done every day that we don't really find shocking until you actually see it on TV, like like skin a, skin a rabbit or something like that. So I wonder if that was just kind of saying, you know, this to me, my mindset, this is just not that bad to me. But I thought the movie overall was more about a guy who's just so out of control. That, yeah. And then, and then we, t- I mean, we didn't talk about the end part, but uh, when your life's so out of control, what's the, what, I mean, in, in, in even more, uh, what can you control even more than... Than a dead body, you can control yourself. Well, and that's, take- I think that's where it comes in, and that's where the rabbit part comes in. Because if you notice, everything's happening to him, right? Throughout Absolutely. the whole movie, and you you see the rabbit get skinned, right? When he's taking control, the rabbit movie is reversed, right? To where the rabbit's then alive, and so he's now nothing is happening to the rabbit, obviously, because it went backwards. Well, and and, and it, it was scenes like that that made me think. Well, I, I think good old Jorg. Wasn't it wasn't just I mean he, he yeah. was he was delivering some kind of a deeper story that you know wasn't what this was on face value I mean it wasn't just a you know sick shocker which it still is a sick shocker and he used shock to to get his point across but I mean there there were little things here and there added like for instance there's even a scene where he's playing uh, um, you know catch with the head with that lady in mm-hmm. his uh, drug induced daydream where he he gets up and he's actually half dead or he's yeah, dead or right. or you know he's got he's a zombie or something like that so you know and, and whatever that means I mean I think we could sit here and analyze it freaking all day long but well I think I, I think that. I have to believe, and we make fun of it, and yeah, it was sick and disgusting at face value, <clears throat> but I have to believe that that guy would not go out of his way to make that movie unless there was a deeper meaning to it, whether it was someone around him or he's looking <clears throat> at lives and maybe being part of West Germany, getting serious for a second. Could be. That, that he's seeing people that are just going throughout their lives and being controlled, and, and so he's going to shock people into really taking a good look at what's going on with control and, and, and taking control. Well, you've never seen a movie called a Serbian film, but it, but it came out, it, it's come out recently and it's, and it's just about, it's just this, 
the movie is is about this guy who's who was an old porn star actor who's being brought back for all this money to do like this really extreme artistic porn and it turns out that it's like the nastiest stuff in the world mm. like there's you know there's a lot of crap and it's just, it's just really over the top and shocking and while I was watching that it, I kind of had a little bit of the same feeling about this um, except for the fact that there were these scenes in there that you could take them out in, in, the, in, the, in the main story would still be you know line right up and be fine but since they were in there you know these scenes uh, uh, kind of let us realize that there's a deeper meaning to it I, you know I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know exactly what it right. is but the, the, the Serbian movies I was watching it and there was all sorts of horrific stuff I mean if I were to talk about exactly what it is and you'd be like oh what <laughs> you know this is under-. but as I was watching it, it there didn't seem to be any kind of other other meaning except for you know, hi. Let's shock the shit out of people. Yeah. Well, let's 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 sit down here, write down the most shocking stuff that that we ever saw before. And, and to me, it kind of turned out to be a kind of a clown movie. It was just mm-hmm. like, I mean, it was dark and it was sick, but the whole time I couldn't really take it seriously because it's like I could see some some idiot from Serbia thinking, you know, and then he came out and said, "Oh, this is a this is an analogy to to uh, Eastern Europe in there." You know, in Serbia, in the way they treat their people, and blah 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 blah, they rape them up the ass, and blah blah, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, well, maybe you see it that way, but there, you know, there's nothing in this movie to to kind of. It just kind of seemed like a stupid mess to me. Well, and, 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 and honestly, it didn't end up shocking me that much because, I mean, as, as much as I don't like to admit it, I'm a little bit desensitized, you know. <laughs> and but but so I'm even watching this, and I'm just like, oh, so he just. To me, it was just like, oh, he just wanted to one-up the next guy. Right. You know, and, oh, scene after scene of this. And after a while, you're just like, oh, this is garbage. Yeah. But in this movie, I mean, there was, like like you said, there was some pretty nasty parts. But, I mean, the way that the, the way that the, he set the mood with the music and, you know, and the background and the lighting and whatever else like that, you know, and, and, just, and just like the, the, not maybe the set design, I guess, is, mm-hmm. is a, better, a better thing to say besides, like, the lighting or whatever. But... But I think that I mean it just seems like there was another layer to it that that uh, you know wasn't there in in a Serbian film. I mean maybe maybe I would I don't I don't know I I don't know how anybody feels. I mean there's a lot of people who love it, a lot of people who hate it. There's a lot of people who find it so shocking. Whereas I just think it's a kind of a joke. Well, I think yeah I think I've and I this. I didn't I found it different. This is I guess that's my point. Right. This is this just seems a little deeper. Even though it's not more complex story, it's not. You know, whatever, but there were things in there that just didn't belong unless there was uh, something else to it. Yeah, and I think, you know, I've told this story before, I think, on the podcast that I know a guy who, <clears throat> he says that the greatest emotion humans feel is fear. And the greatest gift he can give to people is the gift of fear because that's what makes you feel the most alive. Right. And I always think about that, that, you know, with art, and I took an art class in college where the last week was about pornography. And it wasn't just straight sex pornography. It was like banned art. You had a guy who took the heads of corpses, two twin brothers that had died, and he had them French kissing in a, in a sculpture. And it was their heads. It was, he had really? their heads and they were doing that. And, and what he was going for was a shock value to make you feel an emotion that you would never feel anywhere else right. other than looking at his piece of art. And so I, I go back to that must be what the, I don't like to feel those scenes necessarily. I just don't need to. Feel a little dirty. That doesn't help me feel alive. But there's some people that feel like it's their mission to help people feel those emotions. Feel they something. They just right? don't feel any other time. So, you know, what, whatever. It's, I still I give this a don't bother. <clears throat> well, yeah, well, I'm never going to watch this again. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, I have a lot of, I have some other stuff I have, to, I do too, to talk but about, I, but I, do too. I, I mean, 
I, it's hard for me to say don't bother though for people because I think that it, it, you may want to experience it. I mean, if you, I mean, it, it's. I don't think it's. We, we I'll tell you what. I mean, you know what? It, we don't have a category for. for yeah, this. you know, and because it's, like, it's not a don't bother. But I would never, I would never tell you to go check it out on AMC, and I'd never no. tell you to go rent it. Well, yeah. I mean, what would you do? I mean, you you say, oh, this is a movie, and then people would have to freaking make up their mind because with a movie like this, it's like I don't want any kind of my name recommend recommending right. something on exactly. It. But if you want to watch it, it's it's uh, it's. Uh, it's interesting. It's maybe. It's, yeah, it's uh, one of those things where you just kind of put a notch on your belt, right? Yeah, exactly. Kind of what it is, more or less. I mean, I feel the same way about this as I kind of do about about Sallow or uh, even martyrs. you know even well, you know I martyrs. Mar- martyrs I I liked it a little. Yeah, I'd watch, I mean I, I'd watch, I'd watch that again. again. Yeah. But uh, just because I feel like I could get some more out of it, mm-hmm. you could probably get something more out of this as well. But it's I don't know if it's worth the trip. Again, and plus, Martyrs was just so brutal, yeah. and it was so just depressing, and it was—I mean, it was so bleak that you know once you get over that the first time, and I think you know what you're going in the second time. You know, and I, I don't know if you would have the same feeling about this one. You watch it again, there's still all this weird oh, shit yeah. going on. I don't know. All right, so, um, uh, so I had the what what I learned, and the, you know, there wasn't any who else said that. Right. It was just kind of a really lame. Right. Uh, Dialogue. So I had a who else did that. Oh. So I've got two of them. Okay. So the first one is when she's reading the story and then she she's by herself with the dead body and she starts going at it. That was actually, they dubbed in film from Hugh Hefner and Holly Madison. I don't know who Holly Madison is, but I'm sure it's hilarious. It's <laughs> Holly Madison is Hugh Hefner's girlfriend, one of the Playboy uh, bunnies. <laughs> really? And so her having sex with Hugh Hefner was what they dubbed in. <laughs> So, anyways, that was one of them. And the second one was uh, who else did that? It was when the, when he was running around in his dream like a crazy person, right? Looking completely retarded. That was the first guy in line to buy the latest video game that he had to wait outside, and he was the first one to get it. And that's how he ran to his car. That is excellent. Isn't that awesome? he, he he ran like side to side so that nobody, nobody could like it. knock yeah, him off exactly. or anything like yeah. that. If somebody was was tracking him through the parking lot using a dog or something, yeah. they'd have to go back and forth. Dude, I, that's yeah. a that's a great point. And then I have two kick to the balls. One was Larry H. Miller for shooting the apple picker. <laughs> and then the other one was the EMT for not obeying the shake more than three times you're playing with the rule. Yeah, by the way, why did they feel like they needed to... There were two urinations at the beginning of this movie. Right. Within like two minutes of each that's, other. Yeah, that's a good a point. email that, that, that went, you see the panties and she's making water for literally 60 seconds. And you're talking... And she's like a horse. You're talking 71 minutes of this... There's 71 minutes in this movie uh-huh. and, and at least 60 seconds was there and then another 60 seconds is a guy urinating like three yeah, minutes Yeah, and he shook it like... Well, uh, he shook he was it trying to shake the coconuts times. off. Yeah, I was like, whoa. And it wasn't like shake it quick to get the water off. It was like milk it shaking it. Yeah, I thought he was like trying to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't obey that rule. So those are my two... Uh, those are my two nominations for Kick to the Ball. <laughs> I got a. I, I have a couple of things I learned from this movie. Yeah. Uh, being dumped for another guy is bad. Being dumped for a dead one is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rabbit's feet are definitely not lucky, at least for the rabbit. They're not. <laughs> uh, it's customary after making sweet, sweet love to a corpse to have a giant steak afterward. <laughs> that that that's just how you do it. Huh? And while you watch the, the freaking that's I was that was one of the most disgusting scenes. I oh, had. Yeah. 
Um, let's see, kicking the, in the balls, uh, that had to be a, a real dead rabbit. And I'm sure, I don't know if they did it for the movie. I'm sure it was some kind of a stock footage. Yeah. At least I hope it was. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they didn't do it for them. I'm spitting all over the place. I'm salivating because of the... The, the rabbit. The, you want some hoss and pepper? No, I, I was actually thinking of the uh, the eyeball. Oh. He was, uh, you know, um, when he gargled the eyeball? That's <laughs> yeah, that was gross. Um, and uh, my second kick to the balls is to Jorg. Do we really need to see a dick in the beginning when the dude was uh, taking a leak? Do we need to see that? We under- Did you see it? Well, I mean, you can if you look really close, which I, I was doing. Look really close. Which I was doing. I mean, it's like I mean, you don't see like the whole thing, but it's like, why do we need that angle for a piss? Why? I don't. I don't know. See, and that and that that I didn't. Maybe to just bring you down right away. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe to just maybe to prepare us for uh, what was light. Ahead, what was ahead? But why would you want to prepare us? I, mean, I think of Dante's Inferno, the video game, where you just keep going down. Yeah. And down. And, and down, and so I'm pretty sure that's he wants that's, to. That's a good point. Okay, I'll, I'll give that to you. Um, well, let's see. Well, okay. So to sum up the movie, we we t- I talked and about got six degrees when we get done. With okay, that. I talked about a little bit about uh, you know some of the weird cinematography, some of the sound effects and things like that were, were really were, were pretty off. Every once in a while, they'd be off. Uh, there's some great gore in here, though. I mean, I mean mm-hmm. the, the effects, like the real ones, were freaking yeah. disgusting. I'm sure there were a lot of like animal eyeballs and, and, oh, yeah. and real that stuff. Heart, I'm sure yeah, was the a heart was, it had to be real. Beef. Um, let's see. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Okay, so one day you wake up and you realize, you know what? I start wanting to. I, I think I want to try to do a dead body today. You know, that, that's hard enough to make that realization for yourself. Yeah. How do you like broach a, a woman? Hey, um, how's it going? My name is uh, my name is Rob. And uh, I'm a necrophiliac. Well, what if they if they like? Uh, oh, cool! You know, great. You're into it because uh, I mean, I was watching I was watching it like a real sex or something. And there's this group of people who like to uh, dress up like horses and do it like horses. Yeah, and I've I, seen that. Have you? And, and I don't I don't know exactly. I mean, I don't know how they like meet each other. And this I assume is some kind of weird thing on the internet. But yeah. before the internet, I'm sure that all you did was walk up to somebody else. You know, you go out on a date. You've been on a few dates, and then all of a sudden you just go. <laughs> and if they if they neigh back to you, then it's all, then it's all good. But but if not, then that was just a weird little random thing. I know? think so. the clue would be that her taking a bath and pulling her plug out in the bath is probably a clue that she's into that kind of stuff. Yikes, dude! Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure. Well, okay, I mean, I just don't understand how you would get into that. I mean, because I've been trying to broach it for a while. What? Uh, anyway, anyway uh, um, I'm starting to think that the Germans are pretty screwed up between this and uh, the human centipede and, uh, of course, the Holocaust. Yeah, but there was the other movie where the dudes ate each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rottenberg. Is that what it's called? Well, it's, it's called something else. It's called uh, Grim Love. Grim Love, yeah. yes. Yeah, that too. What's wrong with you Germans? You know what's funny is... is uh, my, uh, my uh, I have like direct German lines. Really? So this is it. This, somehow this kind of craps in me, man. It's because of Oktoberfest. <laughs> it's something. Oh, in, every something movie. In the there's one movie filmed every October or, or around there because it's not just in October. Well, at least it's not just in October here. But uh, you know, so there's something there in the beer that makes it, people do really shitty things, and that's just when they happen to bring out the the, the video cameras. Yeah, dude. Wow. Oh. Yikes. Um. Anyway. Uh, that's really all I got. I mean, I like you said. I don't. I can't in good conscience recommend this to anyone. Yeah. But if you, but it, it's something to behold. It's an experience. But it's. Uh, yeah, if you've experienced it's queasing. It, call, it's call queasy. In. It's yeah. 
Colin, let us know what you think. Maybe you, you've seen a deeper meaning, and uh, if you've ever done any of those things, don't tell me about it. <laughs> but uh, you're welcome to call and, uh, and at least talk through the talk through the movie. I'd love to hear about. Yeah, it. the the number is two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. But uh, seriously, because now that I've seen this, and, and a lot of people, well, not like a lot of people, but, but there've been a lot of, some people who have been commenting about this on like my Facebook or or whatever. I'll mention it, and, and uh, call. I mean, if you have something to add, call in. Because yeah. I know that, that, I mean, I didn't do any, a lot of research behind it. So, I mean, I don't know everything about the movie. It, this is one of those things where it's like, where it's so bizarre and so blood-curdling that it's like, it's, it, I, it makes me want to find out more about the people who put it together. Yeah, I went straight to IMDb to read about it. Well, and the thing is, it's like, I'm not, I'm not in a way of, hmm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to automatically dismiss these people as... Sick and depraved. Right. It's just like, okay, so what? I, I want to know what he had for the deeper meaning, what what he thought about for that deeper meaning. And I'm not going to sit here and say this is the deepest movie in the world. I'm just saying that there's something else to it besides, you know, just what you see on screen. Right. You know, I mean, it what didn't have some kind of like um, philosophical thing that's going to change your life forever or anything like that. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying that that, that if it, it was just more than dudes. Room handles and menage a trois. Absolutely, but you know it's interesting you say that because I did do the six degrees and I was I was interested in that uh-huh. to see who I could link. Right. So I actually got uh, Beatrice Mankowski, who was the Betty. Betty. Um, she was in Manta Manta with Till Schweiger, <laughs> who was in in Glorious Bastards with Brad Pitt. Oh yeah. Who was in The Mexican with Julia Roberts? Who was in Charlie Wilson's War with Rachel Nichols? Who was in The Woods with Bruce Campbell? Rachel Nichols. Yeah. Oh okay. So that, yeah. we got there. I don't know, man. I that, that's good. I wanted to do the woods because of the uh, wooden shaft. Just kidding. I just Uh-oh. wanted to find a movie that could link. <laughs> there, was, uh, there was no rhyme or reason, dude. So, uh, so uh, I don't know. I feel like I purged my system a little bit now that we we've, we've talked. Oh, about I purged it. my system. In fact, here goes the notes. <laughs> dude, I wouldn't leave that there. I Why not? Leave, somebody's gonna look into that and be like, they don't know who did it. Maybe they'll go check out the movie. Oh, yay. Uh, and apparently, from for what it is, I don't know if it's available on VHS or DVD here. I don't I don't know. A, a couple of people are like, how'd you get it? And, of course, I didn't want to tell them because um, well, I had because it smuggled in by little children in a sweatshop no, from Germany. No, we, we, we have a tunnel from Germany to Salt Lake. Exactly. And and we, you know, I think Anne Frank used it. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember who, who, who all used it, but it's here. And uh, so we... <laughs> We just get our shit, people. That is you think, it. <laughs> you think, and this is a little taste of things to come maybe this summer, but you think we don't know what the hell we're talking about? We are podcasters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. And, and there's really nothing else to say about no. it. So. <laughs> anyway, man, uh, you got anything else? I, I mean, I feel, I feel a we, little... Do we have any ideas of what we're doing next time? Oh, but we need to do... I'll, I'll figure that I'll out. think about it offline. I'm yeah. excited. Get yeah. back to some... No, the slab but things. but literally call in two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. We usually don't cry about getting getting calls, but but I am actually interested in people's opinions about this. Yep. If you love the movie, let us know. If you couldn't stand the movie, if you think we're giving it too much credit, thinking that there's some kind of deeper meaning, let let me know. Um, you know, I I, I just I'm, I'm interested in hearing. Pe- this is like typically I'm not really that interested in hearing people's opinions about anything, but but uh, th- this one I am interested in. Yeah, so. 
All right, so, uh, all right, that's it. That's it. We're good to go. Yeah. So for the cadaver, I will see you later. later.